This podcast is a part of the Carbon Almanac Network of Podcasts. Hi, I'm Christina. I'm from Prague. Hi, I'm Jen, and I'm from Canada. Hi, I'm Ola Banji, and I'm from Nigeria. Hello, I'm Liki, and I live in Paris. Hi, I'm Brian, and I'm from New York. Welcome to Carbon Sessions, a podcast with carbon conversations for every day with everyone from everywhere in the world. In our conversations, we share ideas, perspectives, questions, and things we can actually do to make a difference. So don't be shy and join our Carbon Sessions because it's not too late. Hi, this is Christina. Hi, this is Jen. Hi, and I'm Licky. How are you today? Great. Right? Good. When I was thinking of this conversation, I read something, which is not that I read something, but I reminded me of something that I read last year. And um, this is um, a French climate scientist, which is also a co-author of the IPCC report. Her name is Valérie Masson-Delmotte. And she said something very interesting. She said that Kylian Mbappé would make an excellent ambassador for climate change. I don't know if you know who Kylian Mbappé is. He's one of the most talented and one of the most admired soccer players in France these days. And his words are like, wow, everybody listens to him. He's very, very talented and um, he has a very big aura, yeah? Following, yeah, he also have a big, big following. Like, for example, I just give you a, um, a, an illustration of that. Is that uh, last weekend there was an MMA fight, and um, and he attended this fight, and actually the guy, the the fighters that he was following, the French fighter that he was following, won. But the press is talking a lot about the the fighter that won, but as well. A lot uh, about uh, Kylian Mbappé because he attending this fight. So just to give you an idea of his, um, you know, his aura and his um, power in the media. And, and so Valérie Masson-Delmat said that yeah, he would make an excellent ambassador for climate change. And uh, then I thought, wow, that's a brilliant idea because um, if you're a celebrity, and I'm not talking about. Uh, I'm not necessarily talking about climate influencers, but I'm talking about a celebrity who has a big following, whose words count in the public sphere. What if if a celebrity decides to say, okay, I'm going to talk about climate change and I'm going to use my power to change the conversation and also to trigger change of, of habits in the, my following and the people that follow me? Wouldn't it be great? And actually, when we come to think of it, we have on this podcast, we have a couple of people who are already doing it. I'm thinking of our friend Hank Rogers, who is now working very, very hard to create good and to change the conversation and change the trajectory of climate change. Um, I'm also thinking of another guest that we had, which is um, an elite runner. You didn't attend this conversation. So I'm, She's a British elite runner living in the States, and uh, she has published a book. Um, when we ask her, you know, why do you decide to, you know, to, to tackle this issue? Because you were doing great as a runner. And she said, 
Yeah, well, I think that I can use my platform, my following to talk about this very important issue. And so, yeah, so I, I don't know. I just want to have your floor on that topic. And yeah. Well, we wouldn't be here without Seth Godin. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who invented this, you know, gathered us all together. And, and he wouldn't like that I say he invented this. Um, but he encouraged this to be born. And, um, and so he's a perfect example of someone who had massive influence and a following in his own circles. He's not, you know, uh, famous like some celebrities might be, but in his circles and online, he certainly is adored and followed by literally thousands, millions probably. And, um, and look what happened because of that idea. So I think it's a really valid point. And we've had a lot of celebrities in the past that have done things, social justice things. You know, you think of um, uh, Jane Fonda, her whole life, you know, doing, doing things in marches and, and protests and that. You think of Bono and his social enterprise, especially the restaurant that is run by people who have... Um, been in jail i think mm. um, like there are there are celebrities who have done really really important things with their with their celebrity and uh so climate yeah climate is a good one yeah because especially soccer players uh, they they have big salaries but they also have some good contracts to endorse some brands what if you know, they could endorse this cause <laughs> instead of endorsing a brand then endorse a cause. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. And also I found uh, the sustainability.com Coldplay. I mean, sustainabilitycoldplay.com. So he has all set up how to create concerts that are sustainable, are better for our planet. So it's uh i guess internally they there are some suggestions and and ways people starting talk about how to change things talking about how to change things but also doing it i think that cold play when you go on the website on the tool website there's a lot of um, um explanations about how they're doing things differently and you share the link with us and i'm just going to have a look at it again yeah, so they they have um, they have like a disclosure of the sustainability principles. Yeah, and also I guess, but there are two ways. One is to change the behaviors, their own behaviors, and the way they uh, organize and uh, prepare their concerts. But I think what you said about the soccer player. Uh, that it's also important they talk about it to their fans, not only internally, but also externally. We have so, a um, yeah. Canadian singer named Jan Arden, uh, who's, uh, you know, had, had a long career. And she is currently, actually, in fact, tomorrow, the day after we record this, she has mobilized her fan base to... Uh, stand against the export of horses uh, out of the country for meat 
um, there's a, a whole bunch of horses get sent from Canada across the world to be used as meat. And, uh, and she's so passionate about this and her fan base is rallying with her and she's got merchandise and she's got petitions going and, you know, she's got big influence. And so I think celebrities using their influence for something they're passionate about to change in the world is, is a really good way to go. But at the same time, I think it's, it's, um, it's difficult for celebrities to totally change things because we, if we go back to the Coldplay case, they actually have been some very harsh articles against them. Um, I'm going to share this with you. There's, um, there's an article um, in the Guardian and the British newspaper that says that that because they have they have a deal with an oil company, um, it label Coldplay as uh, as useful idiots for greenwashing because this oil company is using palm oil. And I don't know if you remember the conversation that we had with uh, another guest. Well, start to have lots of conversations with our guests, but um, we explained that yeah, well. Of course, palm oil is less less bad than um, than fossil fuel oil, but at the same time, you have to think of the whole thing and have the whole the, the big picture. And so, the question is also um, if we use the palm oil, what's the what's the fertilizer that has been used? Is the because probably the fertilizer that's been used for to plant those palm oil uh, to plant these palm trees. Or probably um, not from natural sources, but probably from fossil fuels. And so the point is of this article is say, okay, you cannot just go easy and say, I'm doing this because I have this partnership with this company because they're using palm oil, therefore this is sustainable. And so this is why this, this article labeled Coldplay as useful agents for brainwashing. So it's difficult. I think it is because no matter what you do, it, it there's going to be some area of it that someone will criticize, you know, like, I mean, if they want to go play a concert, they have to get on a plane yes. <laughs> or bring yeah. multiple semi trailers full of their set to what, whatever arena they're going to like that, you know, to get the message out to the people, they're still going to have to be doing things that are damaging to the environment. Mm -hmm. And so it, I think it doesn't, it doesn't matter what they do. There's going to be some alternate voice, right? I think that sometimes, you know, sometimes there's greenwashing just for the pure act of greenwashing. But I think sometimes they're also greenwashing because, because there's a lack of understanding. It's, uh, this happens all the time. And um, I'm just thinking of, um, of a company I just came across this morning about just an example of greenwashing by emission. It's, I just came across a company that sells diamond and, um, and, um, you know, diamond, diamond rings because, you know, diamond, it's, um, it comes from extraction. And so they have, they're selling this zero, uh, zero carbon diamond. Fine. Great. But at the same time, there's a certificate based on NFT. It's like, oh my God. NFT, yeah, well, there's nothing physical, but to make it run, um, to make you know, the NFT run, it requires a lot of electricity. So how can you say that this diamond is on one hand carbon neutral, 
And on the other hand, ride on the fact that you, you can deliver an NFT certificate. This is, it's, you know, it's, a, it's a mistake by, it's, a, it's, a, it's greenwashing by misunderstanding or by lack of knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they put items in green bottles and say, you know, enter clean, energy clean or something, you know, whatever. They'll put some name that sounds amazing. And then you actually read the ingredients and think, first of all, it's in a plastic bottle. Second of all, where did it come from? And third of all, what is in it? Yeah. It's complicated. It's really complicated. And maybe just focusing for people who have the voice they can spread the message uh also just at least focus on sharing the, some information so and also what they are they stand for because people look at them and, and they want to be like them so and i think nobody's perfect and nobody's going to get it 100% right and we're not we're not suggesting that yeah. any of us it right? Yeah. yeah, we're not we're not environmental police or something or no. common police. You know. So so but but I think the point of, you know, somebody who has incredible influence, like we mentioned when we were planning this, um, like Taylor Swift, who, you know, she puts out one little message and everybody instantly does what she puts out, right? Because yeah. she's got such influence. Um you know, she she could make a huge amount of difference. Yeah, well, but at the same time, there would be people that say, uh, "Well, but this is she's an uh, she's a hypocrite because at the same time she's doing this and this well, and this." So yeah. that's it's really difficult. Right, but I mean, if if she was mobilizing millions of people to take some kind of action, like go out when you go to a walk on a walk and pick up garbage, like it doesn't matter what it is. She she has the potential to make a huge difference in some aspect of helping the climate, even if it's not perfect because to maintain her company, all the hundreds of people she employs and all the stuff, her, her whole organization, yeah, she needs to get on planes and she needs to have like multiple tractor trailers full of <laughs> stuff to drag her fancy stages everywhere i've been to one of her concerts and they're quite yes. a spectacle um so but she has the potential to to do some something yeah i i think she already used that during the voting uh to bring people to vote so maybe she can do the same thing for climate so i think Something we could do also, I mean, we, like people in general, we could be just a little bit gentler because it's very important to acknowledge that we cannot 100% perfect. And um, so a little bit gentler and um, tolerant with people, like celebrities, and also acknowledge that they, all, they have constraints, as you said, they have a company to run and uh, in order to perform and do in order to deliver this level of um, of shows and you said that you went to one of the shows and it's, it's fantastic she has to do something so yeah just acknowledge that people cannot be perfect and um, I'm trying to to not finger point that's, that's hard because it's so easy but 
I try very hard not to finger point. <laughs> no, but it also it also is a good point that when somebody has that much influence and that much of a platform, um, is it self-serving or are they doing something for others and for the world? And and I think that there are a lot of celebrities that are doing things for people and helping. You know, I'm thinking of the number of hockey players that just in our local area that support, I think it's called Canuck Place and it's the Canucks are our sad, unfortunate hockey team at the moment. <laughs> they're lovely people, but they're not doing very well right now. Um, but there's a place called Canuck Place and um, it's a place that um, there's two places and I can't remember which is which, but one of them is where families can stay when they have to come to the cancer, uh, the children's hospital, um, where because the families want to be nearby, uh, if they've come from miles and miles and miles away to be with their children, and it's a place that they can stay um, while their children are hospitalized. Um, so there's there's lots of people doing a lot of good things yeah. with their celebrity and with the money that they're making, and sometimes we never hear about it. But it's the ones that have such a big platform that it would be nice if they yeah. were able to do more of that and jump a little bit onto the climate bandwagon. Yeah. And the money doesn't have to be involved in that. It, they can just speak about it and have some information and suggestion. But because um, the climate and environmental question is so complex, that's we and again we as in like you know i'm not i'm not saying anybody in particular but we expect people to be to be all in and um and it's very difficult when you know the example that you share you just shared jen about this hockey player and this house for children for the family of the children it's one simple action and there's no particular like um links with other areas you know it's um you can do that and then um and then your fans will not call you out for greenwashing whereas if celebrities like Taylor Swift she does one thing it's very easy to say oh well she's greenwashing well Le Leonardo DiCaprio right yeah. he's quite a climate activist um I was gonna say that he's now a king the king of England <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Um, you know, uh, people like, um, Greta Thunberg, you know, the young. Well, yeah. again, the King of England is an environmentalist and, yeah. um, and climate activist. And he recently visited France and he took his private jet and well, he got criticized for that. Oh, I know it's so it's, it's a tight. It's a tight spot to be in, I think, in that way, because you're going to get criticized no matter what you do. Yeah. Um, but at least you're doing something, you know, not that I'm the biggest fan, but just, <laughs> just you know, like I, I appreciate that there are people who have such, um, such influence and such ability to, to speak to the world who are actually doing it, you know. Meryl Streep. Is, is another one. Um, yeah. Prince Harry has been doing stuff. 
Mark Ruffalo. Like there's a lot of names of people who we know we've seen them and they're doing, um, they're doing what they can in the way that they can. Yeah. Maybe they can do more, but I mean, we're not them. So <laughs> yeah. And so that's, that's why I think we should be more gentle and yeah. be more tolerant. People and appreciative, I think. And of, appreciative, yeah. Um, people that are doing things. And it would be wonderful if on the news they would have a segment about all these wonderful things famous people are doing for climate or uh, other people or other places, water. Yeah, to let people know. They just know their fame and and uh, their movies and concerts, but I think most people don't know what they're really doing in the on their off time. Well, probably you also. It's also it's also a little bit of a delicate dance, right? Because you yeah. don't want to be. Ooh, look at what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Right. Yeah. I mean, maybe some of them are doing it quietly because they're really passionate about it. Yeah, uh, and maybe some of them are doing it more publicly to try and get other people involved because they're also passionate about it. I don't know. It's I'm not a celebrity, so who knows? <laughs> yes, uh, but I do admire people that at least put in the effort, the real yeah. effort, not the greenwashing effort. Yeah, <laughs> not to okay. pretend. <laughs> what? Because uh, we are appreciative and. Uh, Maybe you know, one of the celebrities, one of your favorite celebrities is listening to this podcast. And so if they're listening, what's the message that you have for them? And what do you want them to do? Like, you know, think of a celebrity. I've been thinking about it since this morning. I haven't found it, but I'll, so you go first and then I'll keep thinking. What would you say, Christina? What would you tell them? Uh, I think I would tell them to uh, start creating something they're passionate about and they have skills in, uh, like a documentary or a song or music that is uh, that has very specific direction towards uh, climate change and information. That's what I would say. <laughs> Do you have an, a name in particular? Do you think of someone oh, in particular? No, I cannot. I... I cannot think of anybody to tell them, but whoever mm -hmm. listens, anybody. <laughs> so if you're celebrity out there and listening to this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> please enjoy and create a new song and new uh, documentary or a little new game, whatever it is, uh, with the theme to inform and talk about climate change. Yeah, and I would I would think that would be a, a great place to start. And also, if there are people that, you know, follow you and admire you and do whatever you invite them to do, then you've got huge influence to be able to invite people to take some kind of action in their own context, right? Invite people to do, like regular people like us, to just do something that makes a difference. And uh, I think, I think there's the ability to mobilize a large number of people. If, um, if you explain why you love it, what you're passionate about and make it fun, you know, use hashtags. 
<laughs> yeah. I saw a new hashtag today. Old outfit of the day. Oh, well, great. O-O-T-D or something. Old outfit. O-O-O-T-D. And I hadn't seen it before. And it was an online influencer who went to her closet, found something, put it together in a new way, and labeled it old outfit of the day. And I thought, that is brilliant. <laughs> so, so have some fun with it, too. Okay, Leaky, your turn. <laughs> um, I'm thinking of the Obamas. The Obamas, because um, I just came across uh, a video on Instagram, a story on Instagram of Michelle Obama, uh, interviewed by Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore has a, has a talk show now. And so she was interviewed by Drew Bar Barrymore, and she was talking about being grateful and, and um, acknowledging enoughness, because we have been told that we could be happy by hoarding things, by getting things we don't have and we don't necessarily want. And I think that this talk from Michelle Obama was very interesting because she was, I can't even remember the example, but she was saying that she was taught by her father since she was a child that, you know, oh, if you eat a pizza, be grateful. You know, it, this is enough. Don't want something that you don't have now. And I think this is a model that a lot of celebrities should share. Um, like, this is a great message. But, okay, I understand that it's very difficult because um, it's very difficult to just to, to share this kind of message because no brands will sponsor you for saying that. Yeah. Yeah, it's the whole thing of abundance versus lack, right? Yes. We, we always look at what we lack. And I've been thinking about this because, you know, I'm I'm preparing for a Thanksgiving message, Canadian Thanksgiving this Sunday, and I'm preparing for my message on abundance and lack and gratitude. Yes. And talking about how when we practice gratitude, our brain, our neural pathways rewire and look at what we already have and what's going well rather than what we don't have and what isn't going well. And, and we often operate on, uh, you know, on, a, on that system of lack. Well, if I only had X, then I would be happier if I only had that, or if I only had that item, right? And it's a trained thing. And if we can untrain ourselves <laughs> by, by practicing being grateful for what we do have in this beautiful world that we live on, this planet that we live on, then maybe we would feel happier. Yeah, and look so, after it better. Yeah. So, so this is the message I would um, I would share with Michelle Obama if she's listening to a, a podcast uh, that you know do more of this, but at the same time acknowledge that sometimes you don't do things perfectly. And this is a very powerful message saying that I'm trying to do this. It's not perfect, but it's a first step. You could do this as well. You, yeah, being more tolerant with ourselves, with our action, with our Start doing things, and um, even if it's imperfect, do it. Yeah, wasn't it uh, Mother Teresa who said, "You don't have to do great acts; you just need to do small acts with great love." I don't know if it's her, but she could have said something like this. <laughs> Wonderful! Well, that was fun. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Hi. Let's hope the celebrities are listening. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> oh, they are. I'm sure. And yeah. they can leave a message, you know? Yeah. They, they can leave a voice message. If any of them are listening, <laughs> leave us a message and we'll have you on. <laughs> You've been listening to Carbon Sessions, a podcast with carbon conversations for every day with everyone from everywhere in the world. We'd love you to join the Carbon Sessions so you too can share your perspectives from wherever you are. This is a great way for our community to learn from your ideas and experiences, connect, and take action. If you want to add your voice to the conversation, go to thecarbonalmanac.org slash podcasts and sign up to be part of a future episode. This podcast is also part of the Carbon Almanac Network. For more information, to sign up for the emails, to join the movement, and to order your copy of the Carbon Almanac, go to thecarbonalmanac.org. Be sure to subscribe and join us here again as together we can change the world.